away from my else. vocabulary that. But yeah. I'll tell you something, I was really, it's been a weird week because I'd set myself the target while I was up in the Basque country of visiting Guernica. Yeah. I always wanted to do that, just to just to know that I'd been to see what the town was like. Yeah, and it was very very pleasant, nice little walled uh, walled city. It's French influence, isn't it? Um, major major French French influence, isn't it? To be honest with you, I didn't really did, did, I didn't look at that side of it. It was more no. I wanted to go and see this tree that the the Basque Parliament. Yeah, uh, they apparently used to sit up by this tree and make all the the, the laws and everything. Uh, but that's gone now, and and apparently they just put another sort of nominal one in the in its place, notional idea that it was there, you know. Yeah. Um, but the, 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 anyway, then this place I went to last night didn't know at all that it that it had a connection with General Franco, and he stayed at this place I was at last night. Now, of course, the other connection with Guernica, of course, was something I wanted to see from the historical aspect. Yeah, yeah. I had no notion at all that the place I would go to last night was actually a place he went and stayed at. And then today is the anniversary of his death. Now, isn't that weird? It's, it's weird, isn't it? That, that, yeah, it, well, it's life like that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's um, mm. a sort of a weird timing that mm. altogether. But we have Spooky. lots and lots of those things, don't we? Yeah. Um, well, loads of little coincidences or large coincidences, if you like, in my mm. life as well. I'm sure that is with most people. Where you meet people you've never seen for years, and they they turn up at the most unlikely places. You know, they say that if you stand in Piccadilly on the corner, you know, in Piccadilly Centre yeah. for long enough, you'll meet somebody. If you stand there long enough, you'll meet somebody that you've known in your life. It's weird, that, isn't it? it they is say weird. it's a small world. It, uh, it's um, oddly true, that. Now then, uh, we've been looking at the life and the work and, uh, of, of certain people. We looked at uh, John Wayne, of course. Yeah. And uh, Doris Day. Now, yeah. who are we going to look at this week? Well, I thought Jimmy Stewart, because he's had an interesting life. And, A, because it's a little bit... Uh, Nearer the bone for me because it's one of the first impressions I ever did. Uh, Jimmy Stewart, uh, Jimmy Stewart, and Wilson. Wilson. I was only eleven when I started doing, you know, the well-known voices like Wilson, mm -hmm. the personalities of it, and of course Jimmy Stewart. I think they went side by side. But um, I was a young Jimmy Stewart and a young Wil Mr. Wilson. Then, I, is know. it a voice you can teach me? I can. I can indeed. All you got to do is the voice here is what I call a wet voice. You know, you got to like uh, get up sometimes in the morning. You've got something on the larynx. You know, you got a little bit of uh, to use a, a better word, phlegm. I have a little bit of water. And it, yeah, and it uh, deepens. Your register goes down a bit, and you get to go on the back. So you, oh, it's like you got, and then all you got to do is speak through it. Okay. And you get all you know, American accent, and all that. You get Jimmy Stewart. You got to put the light. You got to put the light on the shade. You know, light on the shade of Jimmy Stewart. Oh yeah. And the more you you speak, and then you stutter, of course, that that becomes Jimmy Stewart. Because what a man is saying to stop stuttering. Not do You're emphasising the s. Don't just think of the R, uh, and uh, this will come naturally. It's there. Try and think nose and mouth together, pushing them both together. You're thinking the, the note in the middle of in your forehead here. I'm, I'm trying to keep my chewing gum in my mouth, as a matter of <laughs> fact. <laughs> so, what was the character that, that he sort of what did he portray in the character? Well, he's done from westerns to lawyers uh, to 
uh, well, it's been odd. He was at 90. I'll tell you what. He, he, he was born in May 20th, 1908, in Indiana. He was an amateur. Magi- he was an amateur. He was an amateur magician and an accordionist, if you don't mind, uh, from boyhood. He made his acting debut in a, a Boy Scout play, and later appeared in shows at the Princeton Triangular Club, Triangle Club or whatever. After graduating from Princeton in 1932 with a degree in architecture, he was persuaded by a classmate, Joshua Logan, to join the university players at Falmouth, Massachusetts, whose members included such future stars as Henry Fonda and Margaret Sullivan, the you know, late, uh, late stars, or early stars, if you might, don't mind. He became very close to Henry Fonda, and they, they went... They shared an apartment in Hollywood when they first went to Hollywood, and that was in 1935. Uh, they shared an apartment and were very, very close friends. Of course, the latter years, they parted because their political views uh, were very, very strong. He was conservative, obviously. He was on the, on the left, uh, Henry Fonda. Paul, Paul, can I can I ask you? Is, is there any yeah. sim- similarity between uh, Jimmy Stewart's uh, way of speaking and Henry Fonda's? Oh, Henry Henry Fonda's a glider, isn't he? He's um, well, he throws things away. Mm. He's up and down. Yeah, he talks like this. He's lazy when he talks. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's uh, a bit huge American accent. Uh, well, when I say he's not New England. Like Jimmy Stewart's and more New England type accent, so it leads towards, it leads over the pun towards us, you see. But Henry Fonda was like this, American, as you like. the voice in the back and of the voice. throw it away. Okay, throw that and big old duck. I've been given these guns by a certain friend of mine. You know, when I drill something through you. <laughs> and it was like this. That's the way he spoke horribly. Although, I'm sure... I was on the, a motorway once, going to, going to London to do a job in London, and I, I heard the, 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 the guy, the DJ, say, in a minute we'll be interviewing the great Henry Fonda. So naturally, I pulled the speed down on my car to, so I could listen, whacked it all up, the sound. And I was and it, uh, listening, trying to listen to this voice, and uh, he kept going on, and he'd speak to this other guy, and he'd go away, and he'd speak again, boom. And I'm thinking, when is he going to put Henry Fonda on? And he said, well, ladies and gentlemen, he said, that was the great Henry Fonda. And you know what? I pride myself on knowing voices, and that had no indication of a Henry Fonda voice. It was the most weird thing. And I thought, I was so disappointed. He's obviously got a film voice, or he did have then, because it came over on the radio. Not Henry Fonda. He wasn't doing this. He wasn't. If, if I could get you to stay with Henry Fonda, now I'm going to try and stay in Jimmy Stewart. Oh yeah. It's just they did a they, they did a record together, you know. I they did, did. They actually did a record. Uh, it didn't do too bad in the charts in America. It was a sort of well, a, humor, the, a humorous thing. Oh there. yeah, it was it like they were sitting at the back of a wagon and they were doing this this record? It was quite a nice record. It's somewhere in your archives, you'll find it if you can play it for the customers. I'm sure a lot of people out there want to know about the past lives of these great great actors because let's face it, they were the foundations of the acting today. They were really were pioneers in the day. Jimmy Stewart did some tremendous films. I mean, he was nominated for so many of them. Uh, th- he, he had 85 films he did. 
which is a hell of a repertoire, you know. Uh, it's a Wonderful World. These are the notable ones. It's a Wonderful World, 1939. A Wonderful Life, 1947. Harvey, which was fabulous. That was 1950. Glenn Miller story, another big one, 1954. The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Of course, he played opposite John Wayne in that one, 1962. Shenandoah. 1955, The Far Country, 1965, The Flight of the Phoenix, 1966, lots of others. He was nominated for The Anatomy of a Murder. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, and It's a Wonderful Life. He was nominated for an Oscar in those. Uh, so the guys had a very interesting life. He was given an honorary thing. You know, it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, both went to Hollywood together in, 19, in the... Um, hang on, let's see. In 1985 Oscar ceremony, he was honoured for life achievement by the American Film Institute, 1980, by the American Kennedy Center in 1983, and by the Film Society of Lincoln Center in 1990. During the 1985 Oscar ceremony, he was honoured with a special Academy Award for 50 years in show business, in you know, in in the film business, which is, let's face it, it's fabulous. And not a lot of others he was given. A lot of awards, Freedom, the City, Amer the America, America's highest award was, uh, he was given a medal for that one as well, you know. So he's gone through a hell of a life, more than most uh, film stars. 